give me your hand. How Robin Hood Came to Be an Outlaw In Merry England, in the time of old, when good King Henry II ruled the land, there lived within the green glades of Sherwood Forest, near Nottingham Town, a famous outlaw whose name was Robin Hood. No archer ever lived that could speed a grey goose shaft with such skill and cunning as his, nor were there ever such yeomen as the seven-score merry men that roamed with him through the greenwood shades. Right merrily they dwelled within the depths of Sherwood Forest, suffering neither care nor want, but passing the time in merry games of archery or bouts of cudgel play, living upon the king's venison, washed down with draughts of ale of October brewing. Not only Robin himself, but all the band were outlaws and dwelled apart from other men. Yet they were beloved by the country people round about, for no one ever came to Jolly Robin for help in time of need, and went away again with an empty fist. And now I will tell how it came about that Robin Hood fell afoul of the law. When Robin was a youth of eighteen, stout of sinew and bold of heart, the Sheriff of Nottingham proclaimed a shooting match, and offered a prize of a butt of ale to whosoever should shoot the best shaft in Nottinghamshire. "'Now,' quoth Robin, "'will I go too, for fain would I draw a string for the bright eyes of my lass, and a butt of good October brewing.' So up he got, and took his good stout yew-bow, and a score or more of broad cloth-yard arrows, and started off from Loxley Town, through Sherwood Forest, to Nottingham. It was at the dawn of day in the merry Maytime, when hedgerows are green and the flowers bedeck the meadows, daisies pied and yellow cuckoo buds and fair primroses all along the briery hedges, when apple buds blossom and sweet birds sing, the lark at dawn of day, the throstle cock and cuckoo, when lads and lasses look upon each other with sweet thoughts when busy housewives spread their linen to bleach upon the bright green grass. Sweet was the greenwood as he walked along its paths, and bright the green and rustling leaves amid which the little birds sang with might and main. And blithely Robin whistled as he trudged along, thinking of Maid Marian and her bright eyes. For at such times a youth's thoughts are wont to turn pleasantly upon the lass that he loves the best. As thus he walked along with a brisk step and a merry whistle, he came suddenly upon some foresters seated beneath a great oak tree. Fifteen there were in all, making themselves merry with feasting and drinking as they sat around a huge pasty to which each man helped himself, thrusting his hands into the pie and washing down that which they ate with great horns of ale which they drew all foaming from a barrel that stood nigh. Each man was clad in Lincoln green, and a fine show they made, seated upon the sward beneath that fair spreading tree. Then one of them, with his mouth full, called out to Robin, Hello! Where goest thou, little lad, with thy one-penny bow and thy farthing shafts? 
Then Robin grew angry, for no stripling likes to be taunted with his green years. Now, quoth he, my bow and eke mine arrows are as good as shine. And moreover, I go to the shooting match of Nottingham Town, which same has been proclaimed by your good sheriff of Nottinghamshire. There I will shoot with other stout yeomen, for a prize has been offered of a fine butt of ale. Then one who held a horn of ale in his hand said, Oh, listen to the lad. Why, boy, thy mother's milk is yet scarce dry upon thy lips, and yet thou pratest of standing up with the good stout men at Nottingham Butts. Thou, who art scarce able to draw one string of a two-stone bow? I'll hold the best of you twenty marks, quoth bold Robin. That I hit the clout at threescore rods by the good help of Our Lady Fair. At this all laughed aloud, and one said,